and welcome to another episode of We Are Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for 2019. Joining me tonight is a person who, um, you know, you see somebody's the life and soul of the party, and then you get annoying people that come along to a party, or you get the quiet ones that are in the kitchen at parties because there's a song. Um, sometimes you get somebody that brings along the entertainment. So <laughs> if you're looking for a bit of fun and entertainment at your party, you might want to speak to my guest that's going to be on the show tonight because joining me, I have I have Anne Jones. And Anne Jones is from Cards or Die, which could sound like a hairdresser's, but we're going to get into that. <laughs> so um, hello, Anne. Thank you for joining me. Hello. You're all right. <laughs> I was worried which one I was going to be that. I was like, the annoying person at parties. I was like, oh, God, that's me. Well, but we no, can see. It's not. We'll, it's not me. we'll see how we get on. And then <laughs> we could change we that. can decide change at the end. Yeah. Well, we could put it to a public vote like X Factor or The Voice. I don't think that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> I think it might, might need to be. Um, how are you doing, first of all, you well? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm having a great week. I'm uh, working at the Armouries in Leeds this week, so I'm having a fab week. It's been really good oh, that's fun. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, nice and chilled or relaxed. Those that spending kind of just fun days, fun times. Crazy. So I'm doing the board games for them, um, mm -hmm. and I've done like war-themed games and wartime yeah. games. All right. So a lot of the games are quite simple, really, because they're like wartime ones. You know, kind of snakes and ladders uh -huh. and that sort of thing um but i've also taken a load of modern ones which are based on charades because obviously that's been popular you know it's a victorian parlor mm. game mm -hmm. well it became a victorian parlor game so i kind of took that um and and brought modern ones modern versions of it and they've been going down really well but yeah so oh, far cool. this week i've had 662 people through the door wow. <laughs> so it's been crazy that's cool. that's it's been cool. fantastic as well but yeah, now what we like to do at we're not wizards is we like to find out a little bit about your history so we okay. like to find out a little bit about your um dark and distant past right. <laughs> before we look at your kind of um you're obviously very busy present and then yeah. before we jet off into the parties and kitchens of the future. Uh, that's rubbish. <laughs> so do you want to tell us do you want to tell us a little bit about how you got into the hobby in the first place? Um so I've kind of always played games from being little, um and then just carried on really. Um and then I think um a few years ago, um I kind of picked back up some of the games that I had um so the likes of escape from atlantis and that sort of thing that i'd always really enjoyed and then obviously you start to realize that there's a lot more out there don't you, you know there's a lot more interesting and complex games and um yeah, yeah so yeah that's a bit vague isn't it but yeah um and i would got friends who played games so my friend ailey is quite a big board gamer and she introduced me to quite a few games so um, we used to go over there and play, paid ticket to ride a lot and um, Big Book of Madness as well we played, which is really super hard, but um, what well, I find quite hard. But um, yeah, so we, we played loads of different games there and then just, yeah, just kind of played more and more different games like Carcassonne and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
and then when a lot of board game cafes started opening um i would visit them when i was somewhere you know like if i'm over in liverpool we'll go to um i think it's sugar and dice isn't it in liverpool um yes. and take the kids and it's just a good you know a good thing to do together as a family i think i think once when you the children were like got a bit older i kind of did more sorry when you were picking up games like say escape from atlantis mm. did you get did you get the newer versions well so or did I you still... get the older versions I had capped my version from when I was a kid. So oh, I had yeah. capped the games that I really liked. I had capped, so I'd capped like say Cluedo and uh-huh. um, we still have Masterpiece, which is a really old one. And yeah. Escape from Atlantis, I loved. I've always loved that. So mine's an original. Is it the one with the plastic bits and the Yeah and the And the uh, little plastic octopus and the Yeah and monster. the swirler, the Atlantean yeah. swirler. I'm doing it with my hand for the benefit of people on a podcast. <laughs> That's useful. It's great podcasting. <laughs> it's great, it's great, great content. <laughs> so yeah, um and I've always played that even like right throughout, you know, through being mm. a teenager and, you know, a young person. And yeah, I think as my kids started to get bigger, we played that and then we were like, There must be other there must be other games by now, mm. you know. And so yeah. And I've ended up with quite a big collection of retro games. But also like we bought the new version of Survive Escape from Atlantis. Yeah, and I've got survive that space attack as well. Yeah, and they're they're really good. Oh, yeah. They're I think they're just as good as the original. It's just it's just quite nice to have that like vintage kind of box. I really like the real you know. kind of plastic pieces from Escape from Atlantis because when it was in the middle yeah. of the room, it was actually in the middle of the room. It was pretty. Um, it was nice and solid. Yeah, and I just like the fact that little boats had little white sails. Yeah, and you yeah. could tell how old the coffee the the coffee escaped from Atlantis was by the number of white sails that were left. <laughs> yeah, and also because they don't the... stay in anymore. So I've got the I sails that just flop out of the boat. Turn, turn them upside down. You're like, oh, yeah. this is rubbish. Oh, this isn't good at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, when did you go into the? I guess the hobbyist side of board because to me. There's board games, which are the popular side, but there's also mm. the hobbyist side. I wouldn't, you know, when did you start to kind of jump into kind of like the hobbyist side and look at your Carcassons and your Catans and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, that was a lot later, really. That was kind of, um, say, the last five, six years, mm. I'd say. Yeah, that's much more recent. Um, yeah, previous to that, perhaps a little bit earlier than that. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Time's so difficult to keep track of, isn't it? But yeah, probably six years ago or so. Um, mm-hmm. And prior to that, I just played like, like say, like whatever, really, whatever we could find. And, and when you don't know, it's it's can be a bit of an intimidating kind of hobby, can't it? Because there's so many yeah. games, and if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what you're looking at, it's quite hard to choose. You yeah, know, I think there's hard. complicated games. I think mm. there's. Um, depending on which trouser leg you kind of go down in terms of games, (laughs) that if you end up going like down like the high level uh, strategy games or something Mm. like that, I can imagine you being, can you imagine like the first game you pick up is Twilight Imperium because you really like the front cover? Yeah. You imagine sitting down with that and realising that you're going to, you're about to commit, commit you and the kids to like six to eight hours of like moving spaceships. So, yeah. 
well, I then, think that's why I think that's why some of them are still like the the gateway stuff, as they say, is still mm. popular. But um, yeah, and I don't see any harm in that. Sometimes, like, I've got no issue with the term gateway as such, but the way that it's used sometimes is a bit frustrating because it's sometimes a bit dismissive, isn't it? It's like, oh, that's a gateway game. Like I say, um, it's some sort like of right training of wheels or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh well, like you know, the, obviously you don't play that pool. anymore. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. well, do you know what? It's a good game, and I still play it, and other people like it. And I think that's the thing of what I do. There are lots of games that I have that I wouldn't particularly sit down and play, but uh, other people like them. And that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's about different people like different things and, you know, that's fine. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely what, fine. What kind of games do you like playing yourself then? I mean, if you're settling down for a night, I suppose it depends on the company. I mean, yeah, do you it does, have, yeah. Yeah. If it's just me and Mark, We'll yeah. play like uh, we've played a lot of Azul lately. We really right, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, personally, I prefer something that's not over long. You know, not, mm -hmm. I don't want to be sat like for four hours playing the same game. I'd almost yeah. rather play like a couple of short, really short games, uh -huh. you know, so like Crossing or Exploding Kittens or I don't know, short ones. And then play it like Pandemic or something or Forbidden Island, and then maybe play some other short games afterwards, you know, rather than just have one game all night. Yeah, I think, yeah, and, if, it? and it's, I suppose, if, you, if you're short for time as well, if you want to mm. be kind of like, there's, it's one of these things you can start off a game and mm. not actually finish the game. Yeah. <laughs> and you can end up like getting two thirds of the way through and say, like, look, it's, you know, it's quarter to quarter to twelve at night. We need to pack this up. We otherwise we're not going to get a game. Whereas yeah. if you're playing maybe something like um, Sagrada, have you played Sagrada? Yeah, I love Sagrada. Oh, I quite so like to get that. So good. Yeah, it's really it's good. good. Fun. Yeah. Um, but if you're playing like that or Azul, um, I mean, even, I mean, even games like Isle of Sky and stuff like that, they're kind of you can pick them to the table, and you know you're going to kind of get a full game all the way mm. through that's kind of a that's kind of appealing yeah i'd rather do that i'd rather kind of finish a game and like some of the ones that i've been teaching people this week so the likes of you know abalone and like mancala mm. which like and nine yeah. man's morris which like really traditional um mm -hmm. board games but i like those because there's not very many rules so you can learn it really quickly but actually there's lots of strategy and you have to think what you're doing and you have to see what the other person does and adjust according to them do you know what i mean i like that so, so. are you doing were you doing what you do has that i mean i know the the excitement is maybe looking at the new and the shiny as i say <laughs> like your sagrada and like your you know your stained glass window azul i don't know what they're calling it but do you go back into kind of like older style games when you're looking, you know, for instance, if, you know, you see you're working at the Armoury this week, yeah? Mm. Did you go back and research kind of potential games that were kind of fitting in with a theme that were kind of older style when you're looking at like teaching stuff? Yeah, I did do a bit, but um, I did an event two years ago, which was a World War One um, mm -hmm. event. 
which we decided to do at the Abbey Inn, which is a pub I do a regular thing at, mm. a monthly board games night. And we made this decision, me and the landlord, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll do World War One. It'll be really exciting. And then we did the Facebook event. We did all that. And then yeah. I went away and I was like, oh, my God, there are no games left from World War One because <laughs> it was too long ago. Like, what have I done? <laughs> I texted that- him and he was like, yeah, I'm really struggling. I was like, oh, no, what have we done? But we managed. We managed to find some, but goodness me. So I had some from that. Um, I managed to find one on eBay from 1914 called wow. Hearts. And it's the most gorgeous little thing. I mean, in terms yeah. of – the thing is for me, in terms of a game, it's not the greatest game in the world. It's not Sagrada. Do you know what I mean? You roll the yeah. dice and you've got to spell out the word Hearts. That's it. That's the game. And that's it. But the instructions are all like, you know, it's like this jolly and exciting game. And it's like, it's so gorgeous. And this family at the Royal Armoury spent about an hour and a half playing it yesterday with their little, because they had little children with them. Yeah. And they loved it. They absolutely loved it. They thought it was, they thought it was brilliant. And I just thought that's, that's what matters really, isn't it? It matters that you sit down with people and you connect with them and you have a nice time. Mm. And it doesn't, doesn't really matter whether it's a you know intense strategic game with you know four phases to everybody's turn it, it doesn't matter to me so but how, yeah so. how how do you get in to what you're doing and what my job yeah how did you get into kind of like starting up cards or die and um so like i said really i really enjoyed board games and i was going to quite a few board game cafes in different places and initially i thought to myself because leeds didn't have a board games cafe and i thought maybe that might be something i could look at doing um Uh and i looked at it a little bit but i i wanted something um a bit more flexible and a bit less you know I didn't want to be tied down to a premises and I thought initial my initial thought was I would just do pop-up events and yeah. see how that went really and that's yeah. how I started doing like pop-up events at pubs and cafes and then uh-huh. I've since then I've done some corporate training and I've done um I've designed a board game for a charity in Birmingham to use oh, for really? training so yeah, yeah so I've done all sorts really and like this week I'm at the Royal Armouries and I've got like lots of different bookings, weddings, all sorts, all sorts. So it's been more a kind of organic kind of, do you know what I mean? I kind of had this idea that I would do pop-up events. Yeah. And then as time went on, you know, people would say to me, oh, you should do this, or, oh, you should do that. And so I kind of just yeah. added to my repertoire. <laughs> and I had an idea at the start that I would do lots of festivals. Um, yeah. But that hasn't, that hasn't really panned out really. Because I, yeah, I don't, I don't think I properly thought that through. Because obviously, <laughs> if I'm doing a festival, it would mean working all day and all night on my I own. <laughs> so, it, and and also that has to reflect then in what I charge. So then, when I quoted festivals, they were a bit like, "Oh, we we were going to give you some free tickets." <laughs> it was like, "Nah, <laughs> that's nah, gonna do that. It's, it's not going to work for me, that because I need to eat." So, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it's a great <laughs> offer. Paper internet, yeah. Thanks for <laughs> yeah. that. Answer away. I get loads of exposure, apparently. So that's all right then. Do everything. Yeah, people free, die so from exposure. exposure. I, love that. I love that thing. Yeah, I love that response. Yeah, <laughs> what did yeah. they die from exposure? Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, so yeah, you mentioned um, corporate stuff. Yeah, 
is that is that quite a hard sell? Does it does it take a particular type of kind of mindset? Because I can imagine. I guess, do the businesses approach you or do you actively go and seek these kind of businesses out and say, look, have you ever thought about doing this? Or is it kind of, again, is it kind of organic kind of word of mouth that somebody said to somebody? The bookings I've had have been through word of mouth. It's been a mixture of me saying to contacts, I want to get more corporate bookings and them saying, Mm -hmm. oh, I know someone who will be up for that and giving me a name or that person then approaching Mm -hmm. me. yeah, I think you're right. I think it is a bit of a hard sell, and it's hard to get in. Just I mean to get to get those contacts can be quite challenging. And um, but when when you do it, people really enjoy it. Really get a lot out of it. Like you know, like team building wise. I mean, mm-hmm. I did um, the last one. I did. I did. Um, we played cooperative games, so we played Escape Zombie City. Yeah, and it was just Heather, really yeah. good. You know, they were they worked as a team. We swapped people around, so they worked in different teams, and it was just it was really good, really positive. And I don't know. I think, it, yeah, it's it's a really good thing to do because I mean, before I did cardboard, I was a teacher for seventeen years, so oh. um, I've got that background in teaching. So, um, what kind I of teacher say, were you? I was terrible at now. Um, I was an English teacher. <laughs> really rubbish. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, I taught English. So, And I was second in primary, department. Secondary. Primary or secondary? Secondary, secondary yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. big ones. <laughs> I loved so it So did then. you get, did you? Did you, what yeah. did you just one day just say, I'm, I, I'm, I've got to move on, I'm, I'm going away? I loved, I loved the teaching. I loved teaching kids. But all the yeah. other stuff that goes with it, I don't love that. Like that, that is stressful and unpleasant, yeah. and it detracts from your actual job. So, the majority of the time ends up being well. F- felt for me that I was proving I was doing what I said I was doing instead of being left yeah. to get on with it. Do you know what I mean? And it's like I've been doing this for a long time. You know, I can do it. Just leave me. Let me get on with it. But they won't. They won't. They just on it yeah and they observe so like your league your league tables and assessing and yeah then like you know they're not you can say well look this kid here is if they came came back last weekend after the long weekend and said they sat down and read a book for the first time and you're like going that's amazing but according to his grades he's got 54 percent so yeah according to the stats he's not actually done anything kind of thing whereas yeah meaningless yeah and they say things like we can't really measure that if you can't measure it, no one's interested. And that, to me, that, like you said about someone going away and reading a book or asking yeah. to borrow a book off me that they would never have read independently, yeah. Yeah. that's not measurable, but that's great, you know. Yeah. And and it, I don't believe that everything has to be measured. I, th- I don't think that's true. I think, you know, how children feel about going to school, how they feel about learning is just as important and that's something that gets neglected, I think, really. Um, I'd love so, to see. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see kind of board games introduced into an educational environment. I think there's a yeah. there's a few lessons that could come in just to make it easier. Oh, just definitely, and yeah. it's, it's cheap. It's such an inexpensive kind of training tool. They seem to be going for yeah. these online computerized yeah, versions. Definitely. It's like yeah. last term. Yeah. Last term, my son comes home and says. Um, you're going to have to book lunch for us online. I was like, what? So you have right. to go online into an app 
to book mm. what you have for lunch on a day-to-day basis instead of them just rocking up at the like when you and I were going to like yeah, high school or you whatever, just you just rock went up. along with your tray and chose what you wanted. From the limited choice of slot. <laughs> exactly. I'll have the stodgy. I'll have the stodgy horse pie, <laughs> and uh, I'll have the the sticky something. And is that custard? It <gasps> could the be chocolate custard. custard. Could be the chocolate custard. custard. Yeah, that pink custard. Yeah. We had that. I don't know I, where that came from, but it was great. I think <laughs> technically is. Blamange as well was always something that occasionally cropped up. You don't get blamange anymore. Blamange is a dead dessert. Yeah, do you ever I, see? Do you ever? I've never. No, and I think probably that's quite a good thing because I think it was probably hideous. But I seem to remember it like quite warm. Fond of it. I, I remember yeah. it being nice because it was kind of like, oh, can we have jelly? No, but you can have this pink warm thing. They kind of look like raw fish on a plate, yeah. and you tasted it. And if it wasn't made right, you'd burn the inside of your mouth, and then you had to eat the rest of it with a mouth that was on fire. And it's like, who's that? Was it nice? And you got like lemon blancmange. Oh yeah, wow. Just People great. are going to be listening. They're going, "What's what's blancmange? What, what is, is this blancmange thing?" <laughs> It's, it's, it's delicious. People should go out and yeah, try exactly. it. That's what I'm going to say. That's my. I don't know if you can lie. get it. Let's just check. Can you still get <laughs> blancmange? I'm sure if you try hard, you know, if you grow it. It's probably going to be like a, a retro. I don't even know what it's made of. I dread to think. Blancmange. I don't know what you, it's even is. The worst thing oh for me with school dinners was at my primary school, my mum worked in the kitchen and my auntie worked in the kitchen. So on the days yeah. when my mum wasn't there, they would if I wasn't eating my dinner, they would send for my auntie and she would come into the classroom really angry. Like, what's the matter with you? Why aren't you eating that? I'd say, I don't like it. I've made that for you. What's wrong with it? I'd be like, none of the other children get this. Is anyone else's auntie coming into school to shout at them oh about my their Lord. lunch? And then if it wasn't her, it was my mother. What's wrong with you? Just eat your lunch. You like that. I don't like this. You do? I don't. <laughs> what is this? Cruelty. wasn't fair. I still haven't forgiven them either. I'm not over that. Sounds, it sounds like it's a good thing to share, though. Share with a group. Yeah, Welcome think, to We're like Not I'm Wizards. <laughs> Welcome to We're Not Wizards Childhood Dinner Time Therapy. Um, <laughs> I feel a lot lighter, joy. actually. I feel better for that. Just a bit more, kind of. You know, yeah, space in just, my head, and <laughs> there you go, a bit more relaxed. It's kind of like meditating. It is. Did you find the how, Did you Google it? I don't know. How, I did. I found it, and you'd still get. But it was pictures from the Great British Bake Off, but it still seems to be like a hot <laughs> jelly <laughs> mess. Hot a jelly raspberry. Mess. I'm interested to find out what's a raspberry blancmange recipe. So. Everybody's listening. They're going. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is not the podcast we were looking for. I can't <laughs> even. It's is a this big not kid. What we were supposed to be talking about. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, Prulis raspberry blancmange. Um, there's there's recipes. I now have to make this. I started making meringues a couple of months ago, and I've got it down pat. Oh, Just, nice work. It's, yeah. you know, it's just that's how you just how you how you kind of do it. Um, in t- in terms <laughs> of planning out when you're doing an event, mm. I mean, 
do you have to take into account like a certain percentage of people kind of won't be interested in playing the games? I mean, how do you plan it? Do you do you have to have a sit down in a chat? Say if you're doing like say a party, do you have hmm. to have a sit down in a chat and say, okay, well, how olds how old are the potential players? What kind of age group are they? Kind of do you have to have a discussion about what they might enjoy and stuff like that? Is yeah. it a quite consultative type of organised yeah. kind of organising yeah. type of thing? I mean, essentially, I chat that the room's lockable, and then I lock mm. them in, and I make them play games. So that's that's okay, isn't it? No, yeah, it is quite consultative. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I do Please. sometimes have at the pub. One of the pubs I do, we have a, a separate room, but. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to be in the room and not play games. But whenever I say to people, hi, it's board games night, sometimes they're like, grab their drinks, like, oh, sorry, we're going, we're going. And it's like, you don't, please don't leave the room. It's okay. I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. Like, because really you've got your, your flow code, you're like, you're like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's because I'm approaching them with a board game under one arm arm and a dice. Are you here to play board games? (laughs) Are you here to play board games? Do you want to play board games? Yeah. We'll take that off. This this half of this episode is going to be entirely entirely useless because it's just mucking about in a way. (laughs) Sorry, you're going to be cutting forever. You know the sign language bit. (laughs) (laughs) And then the interpretation. I mean, if some, no, but if somebody sits down, then are they like, um, do you kind of like go through what they potentially might like if they play games? Yeah. And yeah, so um, geekily enough, I have a massive spreadsheet with every game on that I own, mm-hmm. and that gives you a little summary of what, how many people can play, what what kind of difficulty level it is, um, like a summary of the game. And then if you book an event with me, I share that with you. And if you want to, you can go through it and tick which games you want me to bring. And if you mm-hmm. can't be bothered, like, that's fine too. You can just tell me what kind of games that you like and I'll bring similar games or those games. Um, mm-hmm. And then I just kind of use what I know. So if people say they like certain games, then, um, you know, you can usually infer that they'll like others as well. You know what I mean? So you'll kind of, you know, they'll give you a list and you're like, okay, so, you know, you like Cranium. So I can pretty much guarantee that you'll like other games from that era, maybe Outburst or, you know what I mean? So I'll kind of just go round yeah. what they've asked for. So, yeah, yeah. And then, like you say, get the ages because if there's children there. But I don't do, like, I don't do children's parties. I do parties for adults just because like i don't i like children <laughs> they're nice but i don't want to end up doing like <laughs> this is like the opposite of marketing i don't like children but i don't want to like do all the childcare. like i don't i'm not interested in looking that? after them for, and trying to get them so i say to people like they can dip in and out of games that's fine but yeah. if you're wanting to have a party for children, they need to be able to sit for a length of time, do you know what I mean, and play games. Otherwise, it's not yeah. for them, is it? They're not getting the most out of it. It's more adults, really, that get more out of it, I think. So all have, you had, have you had, like, folk um, come up to you after a session and say, right, I'm, you have converted me, I am now going to... Um, 
I'm gonna what games do you think I should play? Have you had folk that you've kind of have contacted you and said, right, that's it, I'm kind of gone full time into the hobby. I have created my profile on BGG. You know, <laughs> I went out and you know, I bought Kingdom Death Monster kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. you know. Um not so much that, but I think I definitely have people who have like especially at the regular events I do, like uh, at the pubs that I do who are regulars in the pub and at the start we're a bit like oh no I don't I don't play games I don't know I'm all right and then they'll see you playing a game and they come over like oh what's that what's what you do (laughs) and they gradually join in you know because you know it's fun and and people want to join in and so I've had that and I've had people who have bought games off the back of playing them at my events um so a couple of the week bought uh, a copy of Assembly because they'd played it at an event. I taught it them and they really liked it. Um, Did they play it properly? <laughs> yeah. I Did they play so. it properly? I hope yeah. so. <laughs> Why? Do you not see Janice's little rant about people not playing Assembly properly? No, I hope that's not me. I've been teaching it. <laughs> Maybe that's me. Maybe I've taught it wrong to all these people. In what way are they playing it wrong? I don't know, but Janice did a blog post about it because she put up a couple of photographs saying you're meant to put these bits here once you've locked them down and stuff like that. She wasn't best pleased. I don't know. That's not me, Janice. If Janice, if you're listening, I've taught people correctly, like what you've told me to. I mean, um, in terms of the name, is it? I mean, if people if if people don't enjoy the gaming session, um, do mm. you kill them? Yeah, not immediately. I mean, I like to give them a couple of chances, but <laughs> in terms of the name, though, the amount of people who just don't get it, like the people who go, "That's a bit morbid," and you're like, "It's it's funny. It's a pun. It's die as in singular dice," and they're like. Oh, like really, like really unimpressed. I'm like, I thought no, it was you... a bit passive aggressive, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, I am a bit passive aggressive, so that suits me. But, uh, but yeah, I thought it was being hysterically funny and witty and clever, which is always a dangerous path to go down, isn't it? When you start congratulating yourself for how amazingly clever you are, so oh, I'm hilarious. It's like, no, you're not. You're an idiot. Like, <laughs> especially if you have to explain it. Yeah. If you have to write it on your business card, I yeah. don't mean it. No, there's no, there's no there's violence a, here. There's an image, for goodness sake. There's a, there's a picture of some cards and a die. Mm. So I thought that would be the clue, but apparently not. Apparently not. It's a word that's dropped out of usage, hasn't it? So, like, because I'm a massive grammar I'm like, yeah. well, it's die. It should be saying die. Um, <laughs> and everyone's like, no one. No one cares anymore. Like it's like being literally back in one of my lessons with kids going, No one even cares. Why are you even <laughs> why, no. why are you still talking? Like <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like oh. <laughs> do you know, I don't need to use the English language, you know, I'm telling you now. There's no point in learning English. I've never no. once been in the situation where, you know, I've had a flat tire and the works of Shakespeare has helped me. I just like to point I'd like to point that out. Um, I'd like to say that I use Shakespeare regularly. The quote, how sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to feel a daughter's ingratitude, is regularly bandied about in this house. My daughter just rolls her eyes at me. She just gives up. It's like, are you talking Shakespeare? Yes, I am, yes, because I'm very upset with you. <laughs> it's a great, it's Go, a great line. <laughs> get thee to a nunnery. Get thee to a 
nunnery or I will drag thee there on a hit. I'll drag thee hither on a hurdle or whatever it is. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. No, I've always, the, the only thing I've ever thought about Shakespeare is I've never ever understood why they made kids read it and not perform it. Because yes. it was a performance thing. So used to get everybody was going, Behold, the raven itself is horse that croaks the, the fatal entrance of <laughs> Miss. Why are you reading this? This is rubbish. But if you've got them acting it, they absolutely yeah. loved it, which always confused me about, about Shakespeare. Do you have to be, how involved do you have to be when you're doing a session? Are you kind of like walking around? Do you have like a big colourful kind of outfit on with balloons and stuff <laughs> kind of well, like, attached to me <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a load of helium balloons so I kind of yeah. just float above the general proceedings that's so I can, maybe an idea I can yeah. view all of the games yeah no, I know just to make sure anybody's struggling you know you can just like be yeah. doing that you want to go what like go like this go pie <laughs> just like float by and go you don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> I once, I once, this is a terrible admission, walked up behind a couple of guys who were playing Bananagrams yeah. and went, oh, no, you don't smell that like that, leant over, this is bad, and moved the pieces, realised that they were both looking at me a bit like horror struck, like you've touched our game pieces, we're in the middle of a game. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, but you could have. And literally just <laughs> carried on, carried on, rearranged his grid and went, yeah. oh, sorry. Just walked away. Just walked away. I was like, anyway. Did you get invited back? Well, it was my event. Yeah. I suppose. I'll be here all week. They've been back as well. They do. They have been back. So I didn't put them off too much. I just thought, if you do, because if you walk over and go, you've done that wrong. Oh, quick. It's the banana intervention woman. Yeah. Oh, God, it's that spelling woman. She's going to go on about how you spell things and how you know that it's spelt wrong. Well, it's because it's from the Latin root word. of So, shut up. No one cares. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I go around and kind of sometimes I sit with a group and teach a game. Yeah. And then other times I'll kind of get them started. Uh-huh. Um it just depends on how many people are there and what people are playing. If everybody knows what they're doing, I'll sit down with a group and play. But um, if if people need a bit more guidance, then I just kind of um, circulate and just check everyone's all right, really, with what they're doing. And obviously that no one's spelt anything wrong. <laughs> are you becoming more busy? I mean, yeah. are, you the type, are you the type of person where you can get to the thing of, well, hmm, this is actually... I'm actually needing to kind of put people in a queue. I'm needing to maybe turn down work. I'm having to put the prices up a bit. Is that, I mean, is it getting to the point where you've got enough momentum now where you're just like saying, well, you know, actually this is becoming, this is, it was serious before, but now it's kind of like sustainable and potentially I can grow it. I'm definitely getting to that point, but I wouldn't say I'm not, I'm not at that point yet. I'm not turning work mm-hmm. away. Um, mm-hmm. Unless it clashes with, you know, long standing, because I have some yeah. regular buckets that are long standing. So unless it clashes, then no, I'm not turning work away. But um, mm-hmm. but it's certainly becoming much more sustainable, um, and it's definitely growing. I've, this since uh, January, things have really picked up a lot, and I'm just into my second year 
and everybody said you know it takes two years it takes two years and mm -hmm. uh, I must admit by the end of the you know the the end of the first year I was thinking you know is it is it gonna work is it gonna be Mm. Is it going to work? But it is working. It is, but it's it's building quite slowly. And I have a lot of responsibilities at home. So part of that slow build has been because I do a lot of childcare. Um, my son has yeah. autism, so I look after him a lot. Um, uh. And that has been, um, I, I feel that, and it's no bad thing, but I feel like had I had more time, I could have built the business more, more, maybe aggressive not aggressively but um no i know what you mean proactively yeah, I mean, in a bit yeah yeah proactively, yeah i could have chased more leads and been more on things whereas to an extent i haven't because a lot of my day is taken up with getting him into school and, and making sure that he's okay and that's that's my priority at the moment so yeah but then fine. on the other side of it on the other side of it you could have done an event that was a complete disaster and then the business kind of went mew like that instead so i mean things yeah. Things grow as they are, and they kind of grow. Yeah. I mean, in terms of, do you play games with your son? I mean, yeah, does he yeah. does he, he enjoy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it was me and him that used to play more because um, mm -hmm. my daughter, my daughter was never very. Um, she's more of a fan of a quick game of something. She's not. Yeah. She's not a one for sitting and playing. Whereas yeah. Edward, like, um, can't remember how long ago I bought. I bought Escape from Cold. It's about six years ago. Because um, yeah. Edward, had, I'd been talking about it, and he was like, "Oh, I want to play it." So me and him played that. So he must have been like seven. Um, whereas Molly is is much less. She she used to kind of when she was that age would kind of roll a dice and then walk off. <laughs> and you'd be like, "Do you want to move it? Oh, shall I go for you?" Like, oh, and he used to get dead frustrated with her, of course, because that's just not him, is it? You know. Is that the board game version of like a mic drop? Just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like I've had enough of this now, and off she go. And you're like, oh, all right then, yeah. I'll be two. It's a double six. <laughs> it's a three and a four. No, it's a double six. It's a three and a four. <laughs> when I roll it, it's a double six. <laughs> that, that's See it. you later, mum. Bye. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> I'm much. I'm off to text yeah. my friends. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. It's just me, me and Edward left. But um and like they they quite like Monopoly, but whenever they play it, they have a massive row. So it's pretty much outlawed in our house. Because he plays rid well, you can imagine, he plays rigidly by the rules. Yeah. Molly is more of a socialist. <laughs> so Molly will <laughs> lend you money if you've run out of money. So if you run out of money, she's like, oh, it's all right. I've got loads of money. You can have some of mine. There's enough money to go around. Like if we pool our money, we've got plenty. And it's like, yes, Molly, yes, we have. And he's like, that's not how it works. So we're like, me and her. for the way. Yeah, it's just a pure, I don't know how they're both mine. Like she's like totally socialist. And he's like pure, dead, hard capitalist. Like, so, um, you know, starving in the street, that's your lookout. But um, she's like, you know, share the money. And yeah. And like when me and her play, like if I say, oh, you know, she lands on pink and I'll say, oh, I'm collecting those, Molly. And she goes, oh, OK, well, I won't buy it. If you say that to him, he's like, yeah, that's why I'm buying it. You can buy exactly. it back off me later for a higher price. So that's not that's how it works. 
but it is so it says on page four where it says if you turn it down it goes up for auction it's like yeah. what page is that four, even a rule? section three yeah it's like that okay all right fine yeah. then yeah. um <laughs> what's the i mean going forward what's the plans i mean are you just kind of like well things are going so let's kind of leave it going or have you sat down and said right okay are you thinking about bringing somebody else on I mean That's is Cards or Die potentially like a franchise I mean could people be carding and dying everywhere you know <laughs> carding and dying <laughs> why could it be like it could be like fight fight club <laughs> <laughs> did you start the Cards or Die up in Edinburgh no I thought you did <laughs> First rule of cards or die is if it's your first night of cards or die, you have to play a board game. You do. You're not allowed to leave the room. You play not allowed to leave the room at all. Enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so long term, it'd be lovely to think that I could do franchises. That would be amazing. Um, Short term, mm. I'm just going to keep building it and keep building it gradually. You know, working it around my other commitments, yeah. and then you know, hopefully, it'll just keep building and I'll keep growing it. Until I mean, I'm hopeful that I'll, at some point I'll be able to take someone on. Um, yeah. I mean, in the short term, I'm hoping I'll be able to take my children on at very cheap rates. You know, once they're how old they have to work five. So <laughs> I'm hoping I can go. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give you bed and board if you uh, if you work fifty hours a week for me. I think that's fair. Don't just sleep so, in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> Edward, Edward actually does sleep in the garage because we've had it converted. So that's actually there you true. go. She's already but, there. It's already so there. It's all fine. It's all fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. not. Yeah. Don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great I'm to sure. take someone on, and I would obviously. I mean, you'd be wage. I wouldn't just. Well, I was going to say, were you being an ex-teacher? I'm sure you'd get the tip off if, like, the social came round, didn't that? <laughs> I don't so. Yeah. <laughs> get like the family worker on the phone saying, "I'm just exactly, exactly." <laughs> Um, if if people have listened along tonight and went, where can I get a recipe for a strawberry melange? <laughs> no, <laughs> we well, can actually you can find one in the bbc.com forward slash recipes because it's actually on there. I couldn't believe it. I have been looking. I can't believe it's on there, and I can't believe while I've been talking, if you've just been googling blancmange. <laughs> Oh, wait, three. I've just been killing time. You kind of set me off on a path. I don't know if I can follow. Really, I'm quite. It's quite a scary path. Um, if people want to, if, if people want to find out where you exist on the internet webs, where do you exist on the internet webs? Um, I exist in all of the social media because that's what you have to do, isn't it, these days? Yeah. So I'm at cards or die, and I'm on the Instagram. And the Twitter, <laughs> and and I'm on the the Facebooks, the Facebooks, um, yeah. and cards or die board gaming on the Facebooks, and uh, then my website is www.cardsordie.com. Okay, that's that's me, and I'm uh, doing a little competition at the moment. If people want to subscribe to my website. Because um, I realised I've pushed all my other social media and then my website's a bit woeful. So it's mm. not woeful. It's amazing. You should definitely visit it. It's really exciting. Woeful is the wrong word. <laughs> you, you missed out the N, the D and the R for wonderful. I, hey, that was smooth. Good work. Yes, it's a wonderful website. 
<laughs> so what we'll do is we'll put all those links in the show notes so that we've got notes to show if you want to keep an eye on what we're up to and I've no idea why so many of you do to be perfectly honest you can also find us on the internet webs if you go to the googles and if you search for we're not wizards you'll find us on twitter at we're not wizards you'll find us on facebook at we're not wizards you'll find us on instagram at we're not wizards you'll find us on um our website which is we're not wizards.com our blog which i mentioned janice turner from ren games wrote us a piece recently which is we're not wizards.blogspot.com um you can find us on youtube which is oh just it's a thing on youtube just search for us you'll find us you'll find us in all the podcast catchers like stitcher and spreaker and acast and um spotify we're on spotify we're on google Podcasts as well we are everywhere like a virus getting out of control um if you want to email us well, no, in a bad way. But if you want to email us, you can email us on magic at wearenotwizards.com. If you want to, um, you can DM us on Twitter because just do it. And uh, if you want to um, keep an eye on what we're up to podcast-wise, you can jump onto all the podcast catchers. Um, <clears throat> find us there. If you like what you've listened to tonight, then consider, we'll do two things, okay? Tell someone else because word of mouth always helps us grow. And secondly, if you go to Apple Podcasts, drop us a subscription, a rating, or a review. And as we say, if you do give us a rating or a review, uh, don't give us 10 stars, um, because it makes us big-headed. But don't give us one star, because it's like, you know, makes us like a cold raspberry blancmange. They give us something in the middle, like five, because it's average. And we're just a little bit average. For the person, person who's not being average tonight, is rather wonderful, rather fantastic. And Jones from Cardo Die, thank, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been lovely. That's all right. There's only two more things to do. First thing is to remember that we are many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards, Anne? No, you are not. Are you a wizard? No, I am also not. That is very good. And the second thing is to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from Anne. Say goodbye, Anne. Goodbye, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's a goodbye for every single time. <laughs> That's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe. Roll success. And if you're going to be in Leeds and you want to have an event, be it like a birthday, a party, wedding, an office event, some training, some corporate stuff, some non-corporate stuff, some team building, some non-team building, some solo games, some joint games, some board games. Check out Cards or Die and get them along because they do some fantastic work. But until the next time, goodbye. A wizard is never late.
Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. 